this inner power speaks. We chiropractors work with the subtle substance of the soul. We release the prison impulse, the tiny rivulet of force that emanates from the mind and flows over the nerves to the cells and stirs them into life. We deal with the magic power that transforms common food into living, loving, thinking clay that robes the earth with beauty and hues and scents the flowers with the glory of the air. In the dim dark distant long ago, when the sun first bowed to the morning star, this power spoke, and there was life. It quickened the slime of the sea and the dust of the earth and drove the cell to union with its fellows in countless living forms. Through eons of time, it finned the fish and winged the bird and fanged the beast. Endlessly it worked, evolving its forms until it produced the crowning glory of them all. With tireless energy, it blows the bubble of each individual life and then silently, relentlessly, dissolves the form and absorbs the spirit into itself again. And yet you ask, can chiropractic cure appendicitis or the flu? Have you more faith in a knife or in a spoonful of medicine than in the innate power that animates the internal living world? B.J. Palmer, Biggest of the Fellow Within, 1949. Let's think about what B.J. just mentioned when he talked about this inner power speaks. Did he anywhere mention the word subluxation? No. Did he mention the word spine? Spinal adjustment? Right? Manipulation? Did he even mention anything to do about chiropractic except the word chiropractic? No. Why is that? Right. This is a principle that's beyond chiropractic. Right? If chiropractic decides as a profession to destroy itself, then the chiropractic principle is still going to be there. Right? Innate intelligence, universal intelligence, the whole 33 principles, those things will always be there. Right? Because that's just the way it is. So PJ didn't have to say, well, let's, let's, let's kind of examine this. He says, we chiropractors work with the subtle substance of the soul. What is that? Spirit. Spirit. Well, what would BJ call spirit? Innate intelligence. Innate intelligence. It doesn't say we chiropractors work on the spine. It doesn't say we chiropractors adjust the spine. It doesn't say that we chiropractors work with non-allopathic lesions or, you know, M99.5s or whatever you want to call them, right? That's not what he said, right? We're working on the subtle substance of the soul and not the loud substance, right? Do you notice the word subtle? It's not the loud substance. Why, is he, why does he say the word subtle? There's a reason why he uses the word subtle. All right, subtle meaning not obvious, right? Obvious, something really obvious. What's the first thing that if you go to a typical medical doctor or physical therapist, if you say, I have pain, then what, what's the area they're going to treat? The obvious, right? Someone says, I have a pain in my hand. They're not gonna look at the person's neck, they're gonna look at the person's hand. Right? We look at the subtle substance. When a child comes in and has asthma, do they look at the spinal system that controls the neurocardiac respiratory centers, or do they look at the lungs and start treating the lungs? As if the lungs were the problem. Right? This is the problem that I see with most 
health professions, and what I see with most chiropractors do is most chiropractors pay special attention to the exact area of problem. So I've had patients come into me <coughs> recently <coughs> who have said to me, my chiropractor never adjusted my neck. I'm like, really? Well, why? It's part of your spine. You know, and they're like, well, because I came in with back pain. I'm like, really? Well, that's fascinating. So, like, you only work on the area that's hurting you, right? That's how small our scope has got. right? And then somebody, someone from this classroom actually came up to me last week and said, you know what the problem with chiropractic is? He said, the problem is that we, we're limited. We are limited, right? And that's why they want to put drugs in the profession. And that's why they, you know, we want more privileges and be able to do more things. I said, limited? You think the spine is limitation? Right? Dentists are limited. Right? Who, now, nothing, I, I love my dentist. He's a great guy. I can't imagine waking up in the morning saying, I want to look at some teeth. You know, I just, I can't imagine it. You know? Podiatrist. That's limited. Feet are smelly and sticky. Right? That's all they can work on is feet. The spine is far from limited. Now, yes, it may only be this 24 pieces here, but that 24 pieces houses the subtle substance of the soul, right? So you adjust a foot, you're not going to have somebody saying, it was a miracle, right? They'll say, oh, it felt better, <clears throat> my foot moves better, or a podiatrist goes there and they cut your bunion, thank you for removing the bunion, that was lovely. But nobody's going to be like, touting miraculous changes because they work on a foot. But they're going to be touting miraculous changes because you touched them. Because you touched them. And it says this inner power speaks. The inner power, right? It doesn't say this inner little something, you know, this minor insignificant thing. This inner power speaks. This is the thing that makes the universe run. Right? Someone says to you, <coughs> I don't understand how chiropractic works. This is how you answer. <clears throat> Did you ever have a cut in your finger? Take a piece of paper and go whoosh, like this. Yes. What happens? What happens? It heals. it heals. Who does that? Where on earth does that come from? That's the subtle substance of the soul. That's the inner power, right? Because you cut a piece of dead meat, you know, you cut like a steak or something, does it heal? No? Why? Because what's it missing? What's the piece of steak missing? Life. Life. That's the subtle substance of the soul. That's what we work on. That's what makes us different. Limited? Never. What we do is unlimited. Unlimited. Now someone may argue me and say, well, but if I could prescribe drugs, then I could get them off of drugs. Yeah. But we've been doing this for 120 something years without it. What do we need it for? Like, why would someone want to change what's already working? Like, well, it's not working. It's not working. We, you know, we, 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 haven't, we don't have market domination. We don't have market domination because we don't have a message. Let me tell you something. The message I'm telling you guys right now, this is what people want to hear. 
They don't want to hear another back pain fixer-upper message. There's no inspiration in that. What they want to hear is, what they want to have, really, is they want to have a guide. They want to have a teacher. They want to have a role model. They want to have a coach, someone to help them through this. Help them through the mess that's out there, the, the bunch of lies that is out there propagated as health. Right? You, they call it health insurance? What, wait, wait. Health insurance should pay for health then. It's really sickness insurance, right? And life insurance is really for death. Like, why do they do that? You know? Isn't that ridiculous? Right? It's just a play on words. You know, I had a, here's just a perfect example of the ridiculousness of the system. So we had a patient come in a couple of days ago, not a kid, just an adult. She had been in a bad car accident, and she had really bad abdominal pain and bruising and all kinds of stuff. I didn't like it. So I said, you know what, I want you to go to urgent care down the road from me. And they went, she went to the urgent care, and I wrote her something up. I typed something up real quick, you know, a, a patient referral form. And in the form it said, I am concerned because of the car accident that she has some possible internal you know, injuries, I would like them to assess, right? What, is that clear? If you, if you got that, what would that mean to you? Assess the abdomen, right? Would that be clear? She had an accident, she needs to be assessed. I thought that was really clear. I don't think I could get it any clearer. It was like two sentences, I only typed two sentences. It wasn't paragraphs, it was very simple. She goes to urgent care, the urgent care says, um, we, we can't assess your abdomen. That's what I said. Why? Because she's talking about the phone. Why not? Because our ultra, ultrasound machine is down. Do you have a human being on staff? <laughs> right. Can that human being just, I want it assessed. I don't want it. You don't need the ultrasound. That might be a later test. So I said, well, ask her if there's a doctor who can actually look at you. She says, is there a doctor? Well, the doctor who does the ultrasounds, he won't look at you because the ultrasound isn't working. I'm like, okay, that's, all right, well, can, can you go tomorrow? Yeah, so she goes back to, uh, yes, uh, on, on Tuesday, because this is Monday. She goes back on Tuesday, and she reports to me yesterday. She says, so I went back there, and now what they said is, I can't look at your abdomen. And but why not? Because the doctor didn't say that you need to do an ultrasound in the abdomen. So she went two different times to the same place, and she didn't get her abdomen looked at. That's baloney, right? And I'm just being nice, right? That's baloney, because it's simple and clear. Assess the abdomen. Put your hands on her abdomen. I felt her abdomen. I didn't like how it felt over here. Feel it. Touch it. That's what makes us different. That's what makes us special. That's why chiropractic should be, should be the most powerful health profession in the world. Because we still touch people. But you know, here's the deal. We've got to talk to them also. This is not just touch. Right? You can go to places down the road from my office where they lie down, crack, 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 get up, and they're done. No communication. That doesn't tell them anything. That's not being a leader, guide, teacher, role model. That's being a, a human aspirin. I did not study in this profession for this long and be teaching here for 15 years so I could be an aspirin substitute. Right? I'm doing this because I work on the subtle substance of the soul. 
I release the prison impulse, the tiny rivulet of force that emanates from the mind. That's what we do. Right? Get inspired about what we do. Yeah, you can look at this differential diagnosis stuff. You've got to learn that stuff. But that's not exactly inspiration. You don't read Susan saying, yeah. <laughs> right? But I'm telling you, if you pick up this book, Bigness of Fell Within, I know it's big. I know you're not used to books like this anymore. I don't know. Are these on Kindle? Is anybody able to? That's on PDFs. I know they're a lot on PDFs, but I didn't know if they're actually on Kindle. So if you don't want to carry around such a monstrosity, I'll tell you, it's a pain in the butt to walk around with such a monstrosity. But if you don't want to, if, or if you don't have our incapable of turning pages for some reason, then you can just go like this, because that's easier for you on a Kindle or something. It, you can easily do this thing on your phones and iPads and whatever. You know, you want to be inspired about why you do what you do. You've got to read about why you do what you do. You know, focus on focus on the end result. The end result isn't taking OSCEs in a few weeks. That's not the end, right? That's that's a step along the way. The focus is on saving the kids' lives, saving the moms and dads' lives, changing their lives, rearranging their their thought process. Anybody can do this, right? We can train anybody to do this. And physical therapists do this now, and osteopaths, and medical doctors, and even some karate instructors and massage therapists are doing this now too. But why we do what we do is what makes us different. Why we do separates us. You know, if you came here to be a back pain fixer-upper, that's great. Then you, can, you came to the best school for that. But if you came to be someone who's going to talk about innate intelligence with your patients, then this is, bless you, certainly the right place. Because what we teach here is there's no limits. There's, no, the only, there's only place, one place where there's limits in this profession. Where's that? Right here. This is the limitation in this profession. Right here. There's no other thing that's limited. You know, what we can do can change the world. Imagine, I want you to think about this, because this is my, my little brave hypothesis, right? My brave new world. My brave new world is everybody in the country gets adjusted. What does that look like? What does that look like? <coughs> do you think the country would be healthier if everybody in the whole country got adjusted? Right? Do you think that, that we would see statistics change, like cancer rates skyrocketing, and autism rates skyrocketing, and asthma rates skyrocketing. You think those things would change to some degree? There's no doubt in my mind. You think that health insurance would really change if everybody got adjusted? Do you think hospitals would change if we, everybody got adjusted? You think the way we ate, the way we exercised, you think the whole economy would shift the way we get adjusted? Absolutely. Well, why not? Why not? And why not start with you? Because who else is going to give the message to the person who's in front of me? Right? We can't, I can't reach everybody. One person can't reach everybody. But everybody can reach everybody, right? We as a team, we can reach everybody. And that's the whole point. Right? Chiropractic is sadly the best kept secret in this country. Why are we such a secret? 
Why is that? Like, why, and why do we keep it such a secret? And the most successful chiropractors that are out there, they're not keeping it a secret. They're telling a story. They're out there, they're telling a story. Because people are hungry for this story. They're not hungry for some long-winded message about neurodynamics and blah, blah, blah. That's not what they're interested in. They're interested in, tell me about this. So I never thought about that. People will say this. I never thought about that. If I cut my finger like this, who does that? I never thought about that. And what would happen if there's a blockage in the energy that heals that? What would happen? I never thought about that. I never thought about who digests my I said, what did you eat yesterday? Oh, I had, let's see, at, at breakfast, I had a Starbucks uh, frappuccino and some uh, you know, croissant thing. And at lunch, I had the sandwich. And dinner, I had, you know, went to McDonald's. OK, so how did all of that food turn into you? How did that happen? Did you ever give like two thoughts to that? Like, wow. That's pretty amazing. But people don't think about that. And we need to get them to start thinking, wow. We, I have an amazing body, but something is blocking my body's ability to heal. Something's blocking my kid's body to express himself fully. Something's blocking my wife's experience to express her pregnancy the way she's supposed to. Right? That's our job. That's our job. We want to release that imprisoned impulse. We want to show them the bigness of the fellow within. That's what we want to show them. Okay. So everybody take out your clickers because I know we're going to need them.